Well, okay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Don't Suffer in Silence. Yes, with Damian Christopher. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good. Feeling very, very strong. Uh, I care about your week. I care about your moment to moment. Now, in today's show, we're going to be discussing track and field. Yes, track and field. So, uh, grab some Skittles. It's going to be a very, very interesting topic. Grab some Skittles. Uh, grab some pickle juice. I don't know what you enjoy. Just grab something very, very munchyful. You know, I, I, like I said, I value your time. I'm just grateful that you are here. Let's get started on this topic. Cool. Let's get started. Thanks. All right. So uh, I've been doing uh, this podcast show 2019, 2020, 2020, almost going on five years now. Yeah, five years straight. And I try my best never to do, uh, I've mentioned sports. I, I don't talk about sports on this podcast, Pol- politics, romance, crime. <laughs> All those are just too easy. You know, romance, sports, crime, politics is just so easy to talk about. So, but today I, I'm going to break my little, my one rule for, the, for this one time. Because I, I came into this, like, I, I love women's track. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I've always loved women, like women's track or, or, or the Olympics. Tr- track and field, man, it's just something about competition, right? It's just, you know, there, there, there's no, um, what's the word? Yeah, yeah, you know, you can get caught cheating in steroids. You know, we all know about, you know, Marion, I think Marion Green. What, what was her name? Uh, Marion Jones. I think she was a female uh, track racer. She was pretty awesome. Ben Johnson, uh, Carl, Carl, um, Carl Lewis. I mean, we, we know all these great, um, you know, uh, athletes. Um, <clears throat> I think most recently, uh, the most famous, uh, track athlete that I've, that I've heard of recently is that young lady. Um, gosh, <laughs> let me get her name. Right, right, right. Uh, her name was, uh, Shikari Richardson. She was, like, I think 20, 21 year old, uh, you know, she was, uh, you know, becoming, well, she, well, she still is an American uh, track athlete. Uh, she went to, to LSU University, you know, um, she has, you know, flashy hair, um, long fingernails, man. There's a girl, she's, she's, she's pretty hardcore. Like, like, like I said, I mean, she's barely not even 22 years old. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've always liked track and field. Uh, it just kind of, it's in my, it's in my, you know, in my, in my nature, you know, you got Usain Bolt, you got Wilma Rudolph, like I said, Michael Johnson, Carl Lewis, uh, Jackie Jonah Kersey, Jesse Owens, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, uh, you know, like I said, you can, I can go on and on, uh, Allison Felix, Florence Griffith Joyner. So, so, so track and field will probably be the only thing that I will talk about on my podcast as far as being sports related. Otherwise, you know, I, I don't spend time on sports, uh, politics, sex, romance. It's just it's just too easy. Uh, uh, you know, the political subject is it's just too easy and it's too it's just too easy. Right. So but there was a story today that I am reading. Rather, I read um, I thought it was pretty interesting. It had to do with 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 track. Uh, so, uh, in, in the track athletics, they have what's called the World Athletics, uh, organization or the World Athletics Federation. Um, and it's over, you know, all of, all of, uh, track, uh, you know, America, you know, Japan, China, it don't matter, Russia, right? There, there, there's like a, uh, overall World Athletics, um, organization. And today, uh, the World Athletics or- Organization, they, they have banned, 
They have banned transgender women from competing in elite female competitions if they have gone through male, male puberty, uh, the sports governing body decided. So I'm going to repeat that. The World Athletics Organization, which is, which is like I said, the, the board and, and, the, and the decision makers over the whole, you know, sports, uh, you know, track and field, off-season, uh, Olympics, they ban transgender women from competing in elite female competitions if they have gone through through male puberty. And I totally agree with this. All right, I'm going to be crystal clear. Uh, this decision is made again by the World Athletics Council to exclude transgender women uh, was based on the overarching need to protect the female category. And I'm so for it. Now, I feel like if you have a young woman who is born a woman and she is a woman and she's, you know, heterosexual female and she's an elite athlete and uh, she's in an event with a uh, transgender uh, who was born a man uh, and now he's a woman or he's going by her and she, you know, and them, you know, those are her pronouns. And uh, she, she was born a man, literally. So there, there's going to be disadvantages. I don't think I need to give, you know, gory details, but if, if you're honest, you know, men are stronger than women physically, uh, faster, quicker. Um, you know, it, it's just it's just some basic differences in a man and a woman. And if you have a transgender woman who was born a man uh, and, and they've, you know, gone through the process of becoming a transgender and, and they are able to compete in sports, track, field, um, you know, you, you, you think of it, you name it, swimming, like you name any female basketball for, for, for that matter. You name any, any, any pure, purely female category and you place a transgender man into it or transgender woman into it, she's going to, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? She's going to beat the rest of the, the, the competitors, man. It's not, it's not rocket science. So I'm glad this decision came down. Uh, today is, I think, March 23rd, Thursday. I'm glad this decision came down and I'm glad that, that they made it swiftly because this has been a, 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 a ongoing issue a issue even in even in the WNBA just okay can can transgender women play in the WNBA I mean it, it's 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 I'm glad that they're setting this precedent but the key here um as I believe that this decision is not going to be permanent I believe I think this decision may be maybe for the time being it may be temporary I'm not really sure but I'm, I'm, I I want to be clear on that I want to be clear that that this that this decision to ban them it did come down and and to ban a transgender woman from competing in a female category uh just just to be um very specific here so like and I want to be crystal clear I want to be crystal crystal clear that however um like like the the athletic the world uh, athletic council Right. Even the the, the, the European Af Athletic Council and the Russian Athletic Council, uh, it's this head guy named Anderson. OK, he says he's unsure whether this, this council's decision 
the change in approach will be a permanent and recommended the suspension to be imposed in the case of any failure to meet the reinstatement condition. So, I mean, don't, I don't really know if, if this ban, let, let's see here, um, you know, if this ban will remain in place, if, if these athletes will remain banned, right? So this could be something, uh, I mean, I don't know how this stuff works, but I agree with it. I, I agree with it. Uh, I feel like I just feel like it, it's it's not a fair shake for a woman. If you're if you're 100% woman and you're born and you went through female puberty and you're a woman and you are a woman, you know you have your natural members, your parts, your heterosexual straight female. Like I, it's it's just it's just not fair. I don't I don't think I need to give you know details on why it's not fair. It, it's it's not fair. It, it's it's not an equal. Um, it's not an equal band, but uh, I, I just think it's, it's huge because, like, um, the council wants to to pretty much. Uh, I'm sorry, the the World Athletic Council uh, wants to keep this this this, this doping thing and this cheating thing kind of uh, what's the word that they're, they're trying to be strict. Uh, the, the the council wants to. To, to tighten restrictions on athletes with differences in sex development, cutting the maximum amount of plasma testosterone for athletes in half, in, in half to 2.5 nanomoles per liter. Now, I have no idea what that is, but testosterone is a big boost for men. Like, like men have more testosterone than women. Uh, obviously, we know women have estrogen, but um, uh, just imagine you're a female athlete and you're 100 100 pounds and you're a track star then you have a female next to you she's she's 150 but well really she's a man but but she's a transgender woman like like she went through male puberty so imagine she has uh uh estrogen pumped into her but she also has her natural steroid build so i mean i sound really stupid right now talking about this i have no idea what the hell uh, a nano a nano mule per liter is? I have no idea. I'm, I'm not a woman. I don't know crap about estrogen, but I, I just feel if I if I was a woman, right? If I was a woman and I have a transgender elite athlete competing against me, I'm like I know that I'm not going to win. I know that I, I can't <clears throat> um, beat her because she has an advantage and, 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 and an edge, and and they're, and they're trying to, you know. Which I think is good. I, I am totally for this. I am. I'm happy that this has happened. I'm happy that this is in place. Um, I think it's it's the right message. It's it definitely sends the right message. And um, I, I want to be crystal clear. <clears throat> um, I guess I need to correct myself that that this seems to be a permanent uh, a permanent bar, right? So like, again, like, as I mentioned, the, the World Athletic Council. Uh, that that this will bar any athlete who was gone or who had gone through male puberty from from female from all female categories, uh, and, and this ban co- came as a federation uh, is un- unveiling its new restrictions for female comp- com- competitors uh, with, with, with differences in sex and development and development that will apply across all running distances and throwing events. So in track and field, you have long jump, you have discus, you have shot put, right? You have so-so. You, you kind of get where I'm going. 
you kind of have all these uh, the, the, all these events that require strength and and you know just just physical you know um yeah those you know gifts and talent man so you got a trans woman who's who you know born a man you know she's gonna have some daggone advantages man i'm just i'm just keeping it real man so i'm glad man i'm glad that that they are banning and laying down this law like and laying down this this ban and being the first evidently um this is the first um you know, confederation, or this is the first um, body council to do it, right? And to make this decision, you know, uh, and I, I'm not really sure what that really means. If, if, if this is the first, but maybe um, I, I've always been a, an, an advocate of like, you know, someone has to make um, the first step. So, someone has to 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 push back on this transgender movement. Uh, and track and field are, are being the first and this World Athletic Federation Council that they are taking that first step. Uh, and I, I think I mentioned earlier uh, Anderson, but the, uh, the actual president uh, of, of this federation of the World Athletic Council Federation is going to be uh, Sebastian Cole. So, um, man, listen, um, if a transgender female athlete, um, you know, ha- has or experience male puberty. I mean, it's, 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 man, like I said, this is why, I don't, this is why I don't discuss sports on my, my podcast. Cause I, I don't keep up with it. Um, I'm not versed in it. You know, I'm not, I'm not good at this topic. I just enjoy competition, but I've always enjoyed fair competition. And to me, if any of us can, can get an advantage over uh, our competitors, we're, we're you know we're all going to take it, right? It's it's just kind of human nature, right? Um, so it, it's just it's just it's a good thing um, that these that that the world athletics is going to become uh, have a stricter policy uh, to pro- to protect the female the female athlete the female woman, and to me that's what I care about. And I, I believe that this is going to carry over into the NCAA championships, which is in college as well. You know, Olympics. I mean, because you got to think about Olympics. I mean, Olympics are, is something that, if you think about it, you know, uh, b- b- you know, yeah, the, the the women have the the, the WNBA and 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 um, you know, the, the women who are in college, man, who are um, playing basketball and running track. You know, it's just imagine, you know. Um, so I believe like the, the these Olympic, I'm not sure that there's salaries or, or bonuses or, um, from what I understand, like once you once you you know you make it as Olympics an Olympian, and you win a medal, it's almost like as if you're set for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're you're taken care of for life in a sense, uh, you know, financially, uh, with benefits and perks. So just imagine the, the sport that you're elite in. You're, 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 all your competitors who are transgender women and transgender girls, they have an, an advantage and an edge over you. So you're gonna be pretty pissed off too. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even a woman. That's the key. I'm not a woman. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any kids. I don't have any. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't have any children. But I imagine I, I'd, be, I'd be really, really pissed off right about now. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Not now. Uh, I'm happy now. But I mean, I, I'd be really pissed off if I had a daughter and she's going up against a transgender woman. Who who's a male who went through male puberty and 
you know, my, my daughter's like, listen, I, I can't beat her. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, so what do you do, right? So yeah, so I know that this that this whole Nana Mole, I said Nana Mule earlier. <laughs> this Nana Mole, um, man. So I, I guess, um, so like it, like, I, like I said, the, 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 this will cover track and field events, uh, shot put, discus. It's, it's also gonna it's also gonna cover both cycling and rowing, <clears throat> right? Um, I mean, this this is crazy. So. Uh, the the women in these categories, and, and this is kind of some more uh, information on the on the whole nanomo per liter thing. So the the women's uh, who who are in the, in, the, in these categories of you know track and field, cycling, rowing, um, they can demonstrate or or if they can demonstrate testosterone serum concentrations levels below two point five nanomo per liter for at least twenty four months before. Their participation. Most women have a testosterone, a testosterone serum concentration below two point five nanomol per liter. Now, again, this is this is this this is like, uh, like I have no idea what I'm like what I'm saying to you because I, I don't speak this type of jargon. But like I, I do understand that that there are testings, like there are there are women athlete testings and men athlete testings. Uh, when I was uh at at A and D testing, I, I worked for um. Uh, Baylor University, and I had to give the male athletes their uh, their drug test. So, and there was certain uh, details and, and and specifics and and things that could qualify them and disqualify them. So, just imagine, you know, you spent eight years training for this one event, and you know you're you're going as a woman into the the, the um you know a cycling event or a rowing event for an Olympics, and you must demonstrate. Your, test, your, your your testosterone serum co- concentration levels must be below 2.5 nanomo per liter <laughs> for at least 24 months before your your uh, participation. So in the average woman, most women have a testosterone serum level, uh, a testosterone serum uh, co- co- concentration level below 2.5 nanomo per liter. So like I said, man, this is this is this is just mind-blowing to me i mean i'm blown away man i'm blown away because I'm, I'm being educated number one uh i'm having to learn number two and like i said this is not my normal mode of operation uh separately and it's, it also mentions uh, separately on thursday uh the world athletics also strict uh issue stricter uh eligibility criteria for for female athletes with differences in sex development uh, the term for people born with atypical, with atypical, A-T-Y-P-I-C-A-L, atypical sex chromosomes or ambiguous, uh, ambiguous genitalia, uh, track and swimming are among a handful of federations that have also sought to address sex differences in sex development. So, man, I, I know, I know for sure in track, like just specifically in track and field track uh, in the Olympics. This has gone on for years, right? Uh, just cheating and doping. Um, you know, it's, it's, this is, for some reason, people in track find ways to, 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 to suppress their blood uh, testosterone levels. Like, it's only in track. And I'm like, you know, you're going to be tested. You, you know, you can't get around being tested. I, I, but I guess they just, you know, um, I know there's a whole lot of scientists and doctors involved. I don't know, man. Um, 
but 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 again, this policy, man, it applies across the board to all events and requires athletes with differences in sex development to, to suppress their testosterone serum concentration level with below 2.5 nanomole per liter. So, man, I'm happy. Uh, I'm not sure if you have any kids. If you have a daughter right now and she's a a woman, a young girl, she's heterosexual. She has, you know, um, she's not a transgender girl, a transgender woman. Uh, this is definitely a win. Um, I have nieces. Uh, I have... You know, sisters with 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 young daughters who are girls, one hundred percent girls, and I want them to have a fair shake in life in athletics and sports. And uh, I'm glad this is I'm glad this has happened. I'm glad this is passed down. If this pisses you off and offends you, um, that's your right to you know um, pretty much uh, tune out. But I just feel like um, I'm glad that they draw the line in the sand and say this is this is the way it's gonna be. Right. And uh, I think this is definitely it, it applies, man. It's, it's going to start applying to other arenas. Uh, like, like which side of the fence are you on in this transgender topic? Right. Because I feel like, you know. If, if, if you are a transgender woman, a girl and you've experienced male puberty to me, you're a man. I don't care what you say, you're a man. Period. If you're a transgender man or a trans transgender boy and you experience female puberty, any 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 early uh, years of female puberty, then you, then you're a woman. So it's gonna be crystal clear whether you're an influencer, a podcaster, uh, you're a teacher, you're a lawyer. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to choose a side. You can't be you know straddling the fence. And I, I'm I'm clear on my decision. Uh, I think this 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 ban is correct. There, there needs to be a pure, one hundred percent unbiased female category in WNBA, track and field, water polo, cycling, athletics. It 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 needs to be a female. Like she's a woman, right? She's not a trans woman. She's not a a, a questioning woman. She's a pure heterosexual woman. So, and I'm, I'm glad this came down. Again, I am a Christian. I I am a man of faith. I do believe in the Bible, and I do believe in Adam and Eve. Uh, I just feel two women can't can't reproduce, and two men can't reproduce, man. So to me, I'm just um, setting my decision. I'm setting my ways. I believe in man and woman, woman and man. So again, I, I hope this topic has has you know uh, gave you some type of um, education. Do some research yourself. This is not this topic right here was not meant to entertain. Like I said, I don't talk about sports. So that's why I struggled pretty, pr- pretty bad. Even right now, I'm like, man, this is hard. But um, because this is out of my, this is out of my, out of my comfort zone. I, I hate discussing sports, romance, uh, crime, you know, a, a pop- apocalyptic crap. Uh, uh, anything on, you know, conservative and and being liberal. It, it's all the, all those things are very divisive, and I, I want. To have a, a podcast about unity, but there are times where we're going to disagree, and this may be one of those subjects where you like, man, Damon Christopher, I disagree with you, and you're fine, but this band didn't come from me, but I'm totally, I'm totally on board with it, and I agree with it. So if you get time, uh, just check it out. All you gotta do is pretty much Google, um, you know, Google um, the World Track and Field bans transgender athletes 
from from all women's events and it'll pop up for you. Uh, cool. All right, there, fam. I'm going to bring you a special message today from Stephanie Frazier. She is owner and maker behind Sunset View and Rose. So Sunset View and Rose is an online fragrance boutique there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which I think is so cool. So Stephanie, she honors her loved ones and treasured memories and moments in her past by carefully blending delightful scents that resonate with nostalgia. So Sunset View and Rose has an entire line of small batch handmade products to make your home smell amazing, including candles, room linen sprays, and re-diffusers. Now, all of Sunset View and Rose's handmade items use premium fragrance oils and are cruelty-free. Now, the, the, the Sunset candles are made using either U.S. grown soy wax or a blended coconut apricot wax and is poured in stylish Spanish glass jars. Now, Stephanie Frazier, the owner of Man, she cares about our planet. That's why Sunset View and Rose intentionally uses glass jars and bottles with at least 30% recycled content, which can be reused and recycled. Plus, Sunset View and Rose purchases carbon offsets to reduce the impact of carbon emissions from making and transporting their products. So learn more today on her website at www.sunsetviewandrose.com. That is www.sunsetviewandrose.com. And you can find Stephanie on her Facebook and Instagram page at Sunset View and Rose. That is S-U-N-S-E-T-V-I-E-W-A-N-D-R-O-S-E. Thank you so much. Well, okay, here we are. Man, you've concluded. You made it to the, to the very, very, very end of another beautiful episode. I want to just say thank you so much. Uh, understand that this, this topic is going to be an ongoing topic, so I might do maybe a series, you know, part one, part two. So, uh, call to action is simple. If this is your first time ever tuning in, please subscribe to become a regular, consistent listener. Uh, you know, if you got, if you benefited from this topic in any way, uh, please, or found it educational, just share it with one person. Yes, that's my small request. Please do me that favor. This, this episode, share it with one person. Questions, comments, text me at 254-878-7135. Again, that is 254-878-7135. Or you can just shoot me an email at damiendixon 5 yahoocom Again, uh, I care about you. I care about your time. I care about your moment-to-moment. If you, get, if you get time, I always say read your Bible. Uh, open it up for yourself and read for yourself. Turn to Proverbs chapter 1 and just start there. It's a pretty pretty cool book to read. Or maybe Psalms, the, 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 the 23rd Psalms. Uh, that's a good book to read, too. Cool. Have a good week.